Come on now. Who do you? Who do you? Who do you? Who do you think you are? Ha 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 ha. Bless your soul. You really think you're in control? Well, I think you're crazy. Crazy? Just like me. And ladies and gentlemen, you'd have to be crazy to miss this upcoming episode of the number one podcast about reviewing one hit wonder albums. That's right. Welcome to One Hit Wonder Why. Buckle up, boppers. That's right, folks. Welcome to the One Hit Wonder Why podcast, the podcast where we review one hit wonder albums and we wonder why. My name is Eric Hosnager. Thank you so much for clicking on the play button or pressing it with your your thumb or any kind of appendage you have on your finger here. I don't know why I said it like that, but we'll go with it. But uh, yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, I review One Hit Wonder albums. I, I love One Hit Wonders. I don't think of it as a bad thing. I am always interested. So this uh, podcast is just a, a deep dive, my inquisitive soul. I want to know what other songs are on the album of a One Hit Wonder. Um, so yeah, I want to explore it. I want to know it. So I have a very sophisticated rating scale which i'll explain a little bit but uh what it is is i'll talk about the artist or band and then uh, we'll kind of take a deep dive of the one hit obviously themselves and then we'll review the other songs of the uh, album here that people may not have uh, heard of that much so uh once that that will lead to the rating scale which i have uh, titled bops now uh, you know when you hear when you you know bop your head that's a that's good good sign here. So I have a very sophisticated scientific scale of uh, bops here. So you want the, the bops are from one to five. One being the worst, five being the best, three being eh, average. Okay. So I will uh, will take a little listen to each song on the album, take a little review here, uh, and then give it give it a score, and then we'll review all the songs and we'll divide it all the bops that each song gets. And uh, we'll add, add it all up, and we'll divide it by the amount of tracks. And then that will be the average rating for the bops of the album here. So very sophisticated scale that I think will be registered in the Library of Congress sometime. sometime. Uh, but that is, that, that's it. That's just, this is me just uh, go taking a deep dive and just listening to all the songs that people may not have heard of. So I just want to get this out here and put it out to the masses because I am just – that curious about the most random of things and one hit wonders is definitely one of them so i hope you enjoy this journey here so episode five this is it gnarles barkley 2006 the song is crazy i uh just as an anecdote here i when this song came out it definitely was a out there type of vibe of mainstream like alt uh music uh genre here I just I, I dug it I loved it uh, um, I'll get more into it in a uh, later on here but yeah I th this song definitely it was a, a different vibe and I loved it I remember working at a grocery store around the time this came out and the, the playlist would always be very dated very like very much stuck in like easy listening rock um, you know not that there's anything wrong with that you know I love Holland Oats more than the next guy. But uh, I, I think you, you need some variety, a little something hipper. And uh, I, I think they incorporated the, the story I was working at, incorporated this. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is 
This is, uh, you know, giving me some nice distraction without, you know, s having to stock mayonnaise on the shelf here. Uh, so that was, that was nice. It was a nice distraction to hear every now and then. Every now and then the store would have like some kind of like, you know, decent song to kind of flex in there. So I, I was always appreciative. So when the song was played, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's hallelujah. Amen. Th there's actually a, uh, they're keeping relevant. Um, and then, uh, unfortunately that, that there's very few selections of songs, but that was when I always remembered, uh, the song coming on. Um, and then just like, oh, okay, this is kind of nice. This is a great distraction. And yeah, this song absolutely just uh, is, I've been wanting to do for a while. So I'm glad getting a chance to do here. So before we dive deep into the actual song, let us take a, a deep dive of who Gnarls Barkley, more specifically the members, DJ Danger Mouse and CeeLo Green. Thomas DeCarlo Calloway Burton, AKA CeeLo Green, came up in the Atlanta hip hop scene in the 90s in his group, Goody Mob. The better when my eyes get to see the sunrise, I'm ready to begin. Another chance to get further away from where I've been, but I never forget. Everything I went through, I appreciate. Now, I wasn't too familiar with uh, Goody Mob as far as a hip hop group. I think I'd heard of them, but I never listened to the, any of the songs. Uh, but I gotta say, I really enjoyed uh, quite a few of them. Now, as a background, I am a 90s hip hop kid. I think rap uh, peaked. Once, once uh, the 90s ended, rap was done. Uh, that's going to be my, my music boomer take here. But uh, I, I, being a, a kid from the Midwest, uh, watching Yo! MTV Raps, which I'm sure a lot of people did uh, getting into rap and hip-hop around that time, is, that show was like the only avenue for listening to you know, different types of music that wasn't you know, commonly played on the radio. So I really enjoyed just getting into the, the genre of music and... Uh, Goody Mob, I, listening to kind of like their back catalog, it's you could tell CeeLo was a uh, prominent member because he could actually sing. Uh, more often than not, if you know rap groups, they usually have an R&B singer, you know, singing the chorus, singing the hook. But uh, CeeLo can not only could rap. The guy, obviously, he has pipes. He can sing, uh, and he, he he did it so well. And that's why eventually he he branched off of. Uh, also, I mean, the Atlanta music scene, it, the hip-hop scene back then was, I think, just booming because uh, Goody Mob was also, they had a uh, kind of a spin-off rap group called the Dungeon Family, which also included another pretty big rap group called Outkast. You may have, you may have heard of them. Uh, this brought more opportunities to, for CeeLo itself. He sang a, a few hooks off of them, off their debut album in 1994 called Southern Playlistic Cadillac Music. So CeeLo, as the 90s progressed, got more and more opportunities. Uh, another big opportunity for him was in 1995, he was one of the backup singers on the recording of another Atlanta hip-hop group, TLC, with their mega, huge, huge, huge hit, Waterfalls. So my man CeeLo Green was definitely getting his opportunities in and he, so much so that as the 90s closed, he branched off to a solo career and was signed to a major record label. He, uh, he achieved varying degrees of success. Uh, his second solo album, CeeLo Green is the Soul Machine. 
Uh, it came out in 2004. That's a great album title, by the way. He had collabs with other uh, Southern uh, hip-hop rap groups, uh, rap artists, Ludacris, T.I., Pharrell Williams. So he was getting uh, a lot more connections and a lot more guest stars and definitely making a big name for himself. So that's, that is CeeLo Green uh, leading up to the point of formation of Gnarls Barkley. Let's take a look at Danger Mouse. Brian Burton, born in White Plains, New York. He spent much of his valley in Spring Valley, New York. He moved to a suburb of Atlanta where he attended and graduated high school there. He lived in Athens where he pursued a degree in telecommunications at the University of Georgia on a scholarship. And this is where he started to develop his passion for being a DJ here. He was a DJ at the uh, Georgia radio station from 1998 to 2003. He created a series of remix CDs and records under the stage name Danger Mouse, which was the, uh, the British early 80s cartoon uh, on stage. He performed in a mouse outfit because he was too shy to show his face. Uh, so he, he wanted to you know be on stage but not be on stage at the same time. So you could see his uh, kind of more willingness to kind of be in the background and be the collaborator, which kind of developed being a, a producer uh, later on here. Now what got Danger Mouse uh, his proverbial foot in the music door here is he, you know, as, as I mentioned before, he had a, a lot of remixes, a lot of mashups. Uh, I think we could say that safely say that Danger Mouse was kind of the uh, mashup uh, kind of sore because he put out in 2004 the Gray album. And for those of you who don't know what the Gray album is, um, you're not going to find that on any streaming service whatsoever. That is because it is a, a mashup of Jay Z's The Black album, came out late 2003, and 1968's The White album by The Beatles, which, by the way, uh, is my favorite Beatles album. That's right, I said it. Sorry, Abbey Road. Sorry, uh, Sgt. Pepper, Revolver. Uh, well, it, yeah, so it's one of my favorites. So I had heard about it. I've never actually listened to it before, but going through it, uh, you know, I'm not the biggest Jay-Z fan, but the way he, he remixed uh, a lot of the songs and he, he used Jay-Z's acapellas and then he used the beats of the, the Beatles background vocals. It's very, uh, very ambitious and it's, it's, it's really fun. Here, I'll, I'll just uh, play a little sample here. I just realized I didn't have Jay-Z's vocals on that, but uh, you get the idea. Just using, you know, the Beatles music uh, incorporated with a uh, hip-hop acapella, I think is genius. Um, Rolling Stone called it the ultimate remix record, and Entertainment Weekly ranked it the best record of that year. Uh, again, you're never, you're never going to see this album on streaming services, but on YouTube, it's all free. You can listen to it. Highly recommend it, even if you're not into rap. It's just a good blend of uh, different types of music. He did a excellent job on. And so th this album got the attention of one Damon Alburn, who uh, enlisted Danger Mouse to produce the Gorillaz' second studio album, Demon Days. And I absolutely love this album, uh, Demon Days. It's a, it's a great album. Uh, Demon Days earned Danger Mouse a Grammy Award nomination for Producer of the Year. And it's one of my favorite songs, of course, off that record is uh, Feel Good, Inc. So this afforded Danger Mouse a lot more opportunities to work in the music industry 
he uh, eventually he did meet up with CeeLo Green. Uh, I guess this was in 2003 while performing at the University of Georgia. Uh, Danger Mouse won a contest to be a DJ there uh, at a, some concert, and uh, CeeLo Green was at the concert singing. So they did a couple of small underground collabs prior to officially forming, but then in 2005 they uh, formed what is now called Gnarls Barkley. So that is what Gnarls Barkley came to be here. Let us get down to the actual big, big, big hit, the song Crazy. I absolutely adore Crazy. Uh, as I said earlier, there's so many uh, levels to this song I enjoy here. Apparently, according to Danger Mouse, uh, CeeLo did the vocals in one take, which is crazy. Uh, no pun, again, no pun intended. Uh, but there's, there's so many good things. First, uh, just taking a sample uh, that they did from a 1968 Italian spaghetti western called The Last Man Standing. We all know it's all from that soundtrack, but it's so expertly uh, crafted to make it its own. And uh, definitely, when you hear that, it's like, oh, well, that's that's the whole soundtrack right there that they they lifted. But it they it was done in a way where it made it its its own, and it felt uh, like very iconic, and it, it fit. Um, it, you know, it's one thing. You know, a lot of you know artists can t sample from other things and try to make it their own but it just doesn't fit but here the tone and the lyrics of the song fit in perfectly i love the little stutter to the intro um like dun dun a little uh, drum beat um the background harmonies uh, as you can tell is phenomenal and just it, it's not an overly complex instrumentation uh, less is more which i always take and the really the vocals take center stage let's just uh, play a little sample here. Again, as you can tell, it just it has that sample. Uh, from the uh, Last Man Standing, and then it has CeeLo's vocals. But sometimes, you know, less is more, as I said before. Uh, you just need to let tracks breathe and uh, let things, you know, progress naturally rather than stuff every effect, every reverb, every chorus uh, filter through your uh, Logic, Apple Logic uh, machine here. You can let it breathe and this track is a, a prime example of that uh, so I just absolutely adore it um, lyrically I, I definitely uh, it's a nice uh, you know different take on a regular pop song you know like we're all crazy we're all not in self-control of course I guess according to Danger Mouse it was this whole idea is him and CeeLo Green having a conversation kind of Danger Mouse joking that you know people don't take an artist uh, seriously unless they're all insane and uh, then Danger Mouse said, like, CeeLo decided to just take it to the next level and write the whole song based on that. And it, you can tell lyrically, the, the first two verses come, it comes from someone that seems to, quote unquote, have it all together. 
so to speak, mentally. But then the uh, the last verse, kind of the self-awareness kicks in and then just says, maybe we're all a little crazy. Maybe we're all a little cuckoo. So I, uh, I just love uh, the buildup of that when uh, you say, like, maybe I'm crazy. Possibly. Uh, it's just, it's great. It's a, uh, uh, this, the song, like, you know, absolutely just, when it came out, it was so fresh, so new, and just, it's, it still holds up to this day. It's a, as far as awards here, the song won a Grammy Award for Best Urban Alternative Performance in 2007, and it was nominated for Record of the Year that year. So, uh, yeah, it, it got its pub. It's got its, uh, its due. So, lyrically, uh, musically, the song is, is amazing. Um, and I think, you know, people would agree. It's, it's just, it's, it's a catchy. It's so catchy, and I don't, I don't get sick of it. So, we're going to start off with my bop meter here, my bop scale, uh, the first introduction. So one being the worst, five being the best. And as you can tell from my uh, comments here, I absolutely love this song. So crazy, you get five bops, five bops, my good sir. Congratulations. So we're going to look on to the next, uh, the track, the first track. So this is how the rest of the uh, podcast is. I'm going to look at the rest of the tracks of the album, Saint Elsewhere. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's take the first track is Go Go Gadget Gospel. So this track goes hard. It's a, it's a hyperkinetic start to the album, a really fun vibe with the uh, up-tempo gospel hip-hop harmonies. Doesn't overstay its welcome. It's just barely over two minutes. Uh, it's it's more of a hype up of uh, you know the the first real song in the album, and which is on track two, is is crazy itself. Uh, so this contains a sample from the '70s artist by the name of Valentino by the song of Gin Down to Freedom's Land. <laughs> As you can tell, uh, it was just kind of sped up and uh, by Danger Mouse, but he, he did put a uh, you know a lot more extra production with the uh, backup harmonies and uh, just added a lot more to it to make it its own. And it definitely it, it's a good it's a really good opener. Um, it's exactly what it should be to get you hyped up for a, uh, a different type of album. So I I really enjoyed it. Uh, there's not too much more to say uh, as far as a bop. My bop rating for this, for Go Go Gadget Gospel, you get five bops. Five bops. Already starting strong here for the, five, for, uh, the album here. So, uh, track one, Go Go Gadget Gospel. Uh, so, track two, it was crazy. So, we already did that. So, we're going to move on to the self-titled track, Saint Elsewhere. Uh, kind of had my head scratching a little bit. It's a uh, more of a laid-back groove, and uh, nothing wrong with that. But it doesn't. I don't feel like it goes a whole lot of uh, places. Uh, the sample that uh, this takes from is a uh, from a British rock group called Trees uh, of a song called Jordy. <laughs> uh, so it doesn't. I don't know. It it, it becomes a kind of. A, kind of goes against what I uh, mentioned about what's so good about crazy of uh, kind of letting a track breathe and it becomes a little too overstuffed with uh, too many things kind of getting muddied here but lyrically I, I, I you know it's 
it seems like it's about a, a loved one leaving. Um, it's it's a little mopey. It's a uh, you know about an ex that tossed him aside, but he wants wants it back. Um, the lyrics: Anywhere you sit, you can see the sun. Unfortunately, on this island, I'm the only one. Same rules apply on a rainy day, and not such such a pretty place to be. Uh, yeah, it's 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 not anything lyrically, you know, stellar to really grab you. Um, it's it's a little, little mopey, too mopey for me. Uh, and I, the the melody uh, in the the song itself doesn't grab you a lot. So as far as a rating for the title track Saint Elsewhere here, I will give you two bops, two bops here. So on to the next one, and that is Gone Daddy Gone. What she is now, I can only guess, it's gone. a absolutely stellar song uh, and this is a cover but it, it's done with such great regard and um, it, it definitely makes it uh, updates it uh, this is from the Wisconsin's own violent femmes from 1983 the spirit of uh, the song is as you can tell it's it's, it's definitely there and uh, Narv Barkley, they make it their own. Um, I love the, the little extra fuzz on the guitar. Um, and especially at the end, the uh, has kind of a more of a sinister approach as uh, CeeLo kind of whispers at the end. Uh, but just uh, the drum breakdown, too, for this version, I, uh, I, I definitely enjoy. It's uh, I, I, I can't say anything uh, more positive about it. It's an excellent song done right. And uh, I remember it from Tony Hawk's Pro Project 8 uh, on the Xbox 360. For those uh, video game nerds, um, I played that uh, game religiously and this song was a uh, pro featured prominently on it. So for any Tony Hawk uh, fans, uh, you probably recognize this song as well. So uh, that aside, Gone Daddy Gone, you get five bops, five bops, congratulations. So on to track five and that is Smiley Faces. <laughs> I dig this. Uh, so uh, lyrically, the last line, um, it's very interesting. Uh, your worries and fears become your friends, and they end up smiling at you. Put on a smiley face. I, I feel like there's a, a little bit of a darkness where ultimately a smiling face can overcome all of that. Or maybe they, you know, he interprets that, you know, people that are put on a smiley face have something to hide. Or, you know, it, it, there's a lot of different ways this lyrically the song can go. Uh, for me, I, th I think, you know, maybe it, it, it is an earnest of uh, basically trying to make the best out of life when life is hard, so put on a smiley face. I know it, it's very hard to, um, you know, nowadays to make a, a, a up-tempo song uh, to, you know, put on a smiley face and not make it sound cheesy, but I feel like uh, lyrically this song definitely uh, bat straddles the line, and, and I think it does a pretty good job. Uh, musically, I, I really like it. I... Uh, it's definitely got it's got the, a very up-tempo fun groove um, so much so that I, I feel like uh, this is the first thing that came to mind when I listened to it um, it sounds a lot like uh, and it's kind of in the same uh, area here of uh, this genre of music is uh, Stevie Wonder uh, a particular song called uh, part-time lover from 1985 
not crazy, right? That uh, it sounds pretty similar to Stevie Wonder's uh, classic song like that, right? Uh, granted, all right, th- these are these two songs are very much in the same kind of adjacent categories: soul, R and B. So it's not you know unheard of, but that's the first thing that came to mind. And uh, I know I, CeeLo Green is is more than likely a fan of Stevie Wonder, and who isn't? Uh, so it, that's just the first song that came to to me when I was listening to this track here. So uh, not a bad, uh, you know, insp- source of inspiration, that's for sure. Uh, but as, as far as the uh, Smiley Face uh, track here, I uh, I definitely I like it. I like it. I don't love it. Uh, I feel like uh, most of our positives here, uh, after the bridge, I like the little breakdown, kind of uh, just having the vocals and then building it to the drums and then back to the full instrumentation. Um, the verses are nice. Uh, it has a nice sinister sounding organ and up-tempo makes you just, you know, tap your toes, tap your feet. Uh, I, I feel like the chorus is a little busy with the uh, spacey laser effects. Um, again, a little goes a long way. That's the, uh, I guess that's the unofficial catchphrase of the this episode, but uh, it makes it feel too clogged with uh, so many effects. So uh, that's just me. Um, but I, again, I, I like this. I like this song. Um, I was very surprised by it. So as far as a rating smiley faces, you get four bops. Four bops. All right. On to the track, track six, and that is The Boogie Monster. Monster in my Up the positives here, uh, it's very uh, definitely you know doesn't take itself seriously. Um, CeeLo's delivery reminds me of one Rockwell from uh, episode two of the podcast here uh, on Somebody's Watching Me. He uh, definitely delivers very over the top. Uh, it's it's very campy. It's very goofy. Um, so that's my that's my positives right here. I, I like campy and goofy. But uh, as far as the song itself, there's Nothing really strong holding it. The staccato little organ spooky keyboard melody doesn't really change much. Uh, so there's not a whole lot for you to really kind of um, listen to. Uh, the, the song contains a, a sample from an Italian documentary in the 60s titled America, God's Country. So from that uh, sample here, that's... That's really the whole song, um, and you can tell, like at the end, that this is a uh, uh, kind of a joke song because with the, the last lines, CeeLo's laughing at the end. Uh, there's nothing really strong uh, about this song. It, it's definitely my least favorite uh, track on the album. So, uh, not surprisingly, the Boogie Monster, you're gonna get one bop, one bop. So, on to the next track, and that is Feng Shui. <laughs> And you're welcome to stay, but even your company must compliment the feng shui. Uh, even down to what I have on, they do wonder to what extent I have gone. So this is a very short song. Uh, some very strong rhyming from uh, CeeLo here. Uh, this is just a straight, him just spitting bars here. There's doesn't do any singing. Uh, it's like a throwback of rhyming, like a uh, '80s rapper with the cadence. But uh, the, it's incorporated with a kind of an East level of production with a little grittier samples. Uh, speaking of which, this song samples from a easy listening group from the 70s group called Stringtronics with the song Tropicola. 
it's a very mellow track from a very mellow sample. Uh, I think it's it's clocks in just under a minute and a half here. Uh, but man, it's lyrically it's uh, it's great. It's just straight uh, straight bars from uh, CeeLo here. Um, there's there's some really good lines like a flow as subtle as a summer breeze, whispering winds through the talking trees. Too big to be boxed in. It bobs and weaves. It evolves and solves. It gives and receives. Uh, yeah, it's just uh, oh, it's it's good. It's a uh, it's a, a breath of fresh air of uh, kind of hip hop, kind of kind of a throwback, and uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I guess my only complaint is I wish it could be longer. Uh, so with that uh, being said, I would say my rating for Feng Shui, I'll give you four bops, four bops here. So on to track eight, and that is just a thought. So these drums, these drums go hard. Uh, the, uh, specifically, these drum samples—they're uh, thumping. I, I, the distorted drum samples are are great in this track, uh, and the little uh, classical guitar uh, loop. Um, so this loops a an Australian classical guitarist. I don't have the name. But you don't hear that too much. An Australian classical guitarist uh, of a song called "A Touch of Class" from 1980. Beautiful sample there, um, and the the. You kind of it's kind of a spoken sing, sung poetry uh the way CeeLo sings it uh but it's it's great it's uh there's some there's some nice poetic lyrics like uh, it's even dark in the daytime it's not just good it's great depression uh when i was lost i even found myself looking in the gun's direction so this is a very uh, heavy uh heavy duty song here with the uh, issues of mental um you know health so uh he he oh, also another line like life is a one-way street and if you could paint it i'd draw myself going in the right direction oh just a awesome awesome uh little little section of line as well and uh at the very end he says but i'm fine but i'm fine all all these thoughts leading up to like you know he wants just i prefer peace uh but essentially i'm an animal so what do i do with all this aggression uh i wouldn't have to have one worldly possession it's uh, definitely heavy stuff here you you think like with Narls Barkley they're um you know they always dressed up in like you know Star Wars costumes uh stuff like that but the lyrics are are you know they get dark and and deep and uh, so there's definitely a balance to you know their, what they their stage personality was and what their lyrics was so I I uh this this song is really good I, I really liked it I guess I, my only complaint is the last minute kind of just meanders um once the lyrics are done it just kind of loops so i'd say that's my one one minus for it but uh, other than that i liked this one uh just a thought you get four bops four bops so on to track nine and that is transformer So a very frantic, uh, high-energy track here. It, it reminds me of the opening song, Go, Go, Gadget Gospel, just with its, like, blistering pace and thumping drums again. Mm. Mwah. Chef's kiss there. 
so this took a sample from a 70s jazz band, Lee Mason and his orchestra with the song Rubber Solution. Again, really smart to uh, take it from that uh, sample here. I, I, I wish they would have put the flute in there. I uh, The flute would have made a little more extra uh, pop in here. Um, the lyrics themselves, uh, it's like, firstly, you know, the song could be about having different lifestyles or personalities that come out in the open at different, different times during one's life and you having to adapt. Or the personalities, obviously, they could represent change and, well, transformation of a character and different appearances there's many interpretations but that's just my opinion but uh no i, I like this i i guess i i think after having listened to the first track um, i'd say this one's kind of samey to go go gadget gospel um i don't know if we needed another one of these but i i did i i definitely dug it at first but it after listening to it multiple times i can i can definitely tell like it's it comes at too strong, maybe, um, and it, it, we kind of heard this on the first track already. But I, uh, I definitely dug the energy of uh, of this. But uh, for a rating, I will give Transformer three bops, three bops. All right, on to the next track. We are have track ten. Who cares? But who cares? You see, everybody is somebody, but nobody wants to be themselves. Again, a similar gospel vibe like Crazy and a couple other tracks on the album. Uh, the sample here is, again, from 1970 of a British composer, Keith Mansfield's Mono Sky. So that little keyboard melody from the sample is played throughout the whole song, and it's it's... Okay, uh, the song is it's nothing to write home about. Uh, I think it's kind of forgettable. Um, there's nothing extra added to the uh, arrangement. And uh, I think the lyrics themselves save, save this track because uh, they're really, uh, really nice and clever. Um, like one line, like, it's steep how you can be so shallow. Uh, that's, oh, that's, that's good. Um, and again, it's, uh, basic, it, another line is basically I'm complicated. I have a hard time taking the easy way. I wouldn't call it schizophrenia, but I'll be in these two here today, if that's okay. Again, uh, kind of the theme throughout the album here about uh, mental health and taking care of yourself and kind of just questioning where you're at in your life. It's uh, deep stuff for a, uh, you know, kind of a mainstream song. So I, I appreciate that. I, I, I like that. So uh, the, the music that sells, I probably would skip over. So for a rating... My final rating for Who Cares, I'd have to give you two bops. Two bops for Who Cares. All right, on to the next track, track 11, and that is Online. Again, this is a very short song. It has, again, the similar vibe as the last song in that it's very laid back. But it, it's a pretty short song, and um, this takes a sample from, again, I don't know, Danger Mouse loved the year 1970 because this is another sample of a 1970 song called Welcome to the Rain by Midday Rain.
there's still that kind of level of psychedelic uh, sample for sure. Uh, it, it's it's definitely you know again back to back from going to who cares to online. If you're listening to this in album order, and I know a, a lot of people don't listen to songs in album order, but I I still I still do. And uh, going from who cares to online, it's just they're two kind of two similar uh, melody wise, and uh, this feels kind of like a uh, kind of a filler track. Um, and I'm pretty sure this song's lyrically it's about cocaine. Um, excuse me. So like it says. Once I clean my mirror, I'm a be feeling fine. Uh, or, you know, it's using this as a means to escape the rat race of life. Uh, either way, cocaine or rat race, I <laughs> you decide. Uh, you, the listener. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's not a, not nothing to sink your teeth in here for this track. So online, I got to rate that two bops. Two bops. All right, on to track 12, and that is Necromancer. So this is another spooky type of song a la Boogie Monster from earlier in the album. And uh, the positives, I will say it's a interesting echoey guitar flourishes that are sprinkled throughout. So I like that. But uh, I, I feel like this is a lot like the, the aforementioned Boogie Monster. It's uh, CeeLo is kind of talk singing. And, uh, you know, for me, I want to hear CeeLo sing because he's a great singer. That's just me. Um, so the song does, there's not, doesn't offer a lot. I will say in the lyrics, um, in the, earlier on in the song, he says, wake up, wake up. And my mind immediately went to, I don't know if anyone's ever uh, heard of the classic 90s rap group Bone Thugs and Harmony, but whenever I hear wake up, wake up, my mind immediately goes to their song First of the Month. And uh, I, you know, it, I don't know if it was homage to it, but it just, it's what, where my mind went to. And uh, yeah, I, here's a little sample here. Okay, maybe not those last two uh, samples, but you know what I mean. Um, so that's uh, that's where my mind went to. So if anything, that's what I got out of uh, this song was the wake-ups. So uh, yeah, uh, Necromancer, uh, track 12, I will give you two bops, two bops. All right, on to track 13, and that is Storm Coming. a bumper here uh great again great distorted drum samples huge fan excellent uh energy great backup harmonies uh, it puts you in the right mind space an excellent vocal performance um and it, it feels like you're in a storm uh listening to this song so it's it's very uh apropos uh very appropriate uh yeah i uh, i like the song um and the lyrics themselves, it's definitely like Revelation, end of time vibes. For example, like run towards the hills to avoid the high floods. I can do a dance that'll make the sky cry blood. 
skills provoking, uh, skills to be broken, open. All that's left to do is try, my love. Um, yeah, very just like energetic and frantic. Uh, good, good track here. I, uh, um, I like it. I like this a lot. Uh, I was very surprised. Uh, wasn't expecting much, but yeah, this is this was this was a a fun track to listen to. So, storm coming. Uh, you get four bops, four bops. On to the last track of the album, and that is track fourteen, the last time. Definitely kind of a come down from the storm coming. Um, so I, I almost wish like these two tracks were switched because I feel like the revelation into time vibes uh, would have fit well, and the, as the last track as a closer. But maybe as far as placing, they wanted to end on a kind of a more upbeat note because this is a, pretty much a, a standard love song. Um, as far as the the positives here, I. Uh, I, I like uh, the do 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 do. Sucker for those good uh, harmony harmonies here, and uh, the vocal breakdown at the bridge I, I like. Um, so this this takes a sample from a 1973 experimental reggae song called Chicano Chaser by the Ian Langley Group. The uh, Wawa guitar hook that's sampled uh, it, it's a little grating. And uh, it kind of doesn't add much. Um, it kind of meanders. Uh, as, so as a closing song, it's uh, a little, a little uh, disappointing as a uh, as a closer. Um, I get it. It's it's a it's, it's a fine song, but it, there's nothing outstanding about it. Um, you know, the lyrics are kind of you know a little generic. Uh, like come rock with me, baby. Dance with me, darling. Step with me, sweetheart. Um, it's it's standard fare. It's nothing. Uh, I think there are, there are better lyrics on uh, other songs here, and uh, it's a tr traditional love song, um, or upbeat. I, I like that, but uh, again, not a huge whole lot of depth uh, as opposed to the other earlier songs on the album here. So uh, the last time you get two bops, two bops here, and with that, that is the complete review of Saint Elsewhere by Gnarls Barkley, released in two thousand six. Uh, so I've calculated and crunched all the numbers, all the data, and uh, all the bops. More importantly, the bops, that's the, that's the gold here. Um, so the amount of bops this record received is 45 altogether, 45 bops. And you divide that by 14 tracks, and uh, you get to, uh, drum roll please, for a final score. This is my drum roll. Uh, 3.2 bops for a final average rating for St. Elsewhere. And uh, so far, so good on my made-up scale uh, review system here because uh, I, it's just a touch above average. Um, there's definitely a good amount of songs on here I'd recommend. Uh, the following I'd uh, recommend people put on their playlist is Go Go Gadget Gospel, Crazy, Gone Daddy Gone, Smiley Faces, what's the, Feng Shui, just a thought, and uh, let's see, storm coming. So that's a it's a healthy amount of ratio of songs to uh, recommend. Um, the rest uh, definitely kind of meander. They're a little samey, and uh, I feel like filler. 
But uh, for for a one hit wonder album, I was uh, surprised. This is a, a really fun record. I was lis- uh, looking forward to reviewing this. Um, so I was a huge fan. Uh, still, I'm a huge fan of the Gorillas. So with uh, Danger Mouse, I found out he produced the uh, second Gorillas record, and uh, I was like, okay, all right, this is kind of a, a great lineage to go off of. I, I definitely get why you know why he was hired and uh, that kind of experience uh, that he took from that uh, because he did a lot of eccentric uh, out there samples that Danger Mouse took and plugged in and coupled with CeeLo Green's amazing vocals um, I, just it, it's a good blend um, very fun blend here uh, it, it knocks it out of the park so yeah it definitely experimental for sure it may not be everyone's cup of tea but uh, I, I really enjoyed a lot of uh variety even the songs you know i didn't super enjoy i i respect the uh you know the ability to just take the weirdest obscure samples and uh you know plug it in and make it your own i'm always fascinated by that so uh state elsewhere 3.2 average rating bops i i'd say that's that's fair that's fair so uh that is the complete complete review of saint elsewhere ladies and gentlemen um thank you for listening if you've uh, gotten this far i really appreciate it uh I'm going to continue doing this. This is my, my mission here to review every one hit wonder album. And I wonder why my name is Eric Hasenager, ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to take any more of your time. I'm going to take my dog Vinny outside for a, he is, I think he needs to go to the bathroom. But uh, again, my name is Eric Hasenager. I know I said that again, and this is the one hit wonder why podcast have a pleasant day and a pleasant tomorrow.